Beautiful soul, you are so unconditionally loved and adored by God, your angels, and your guides on your spirit team. They want you to know how proud they are of you. You are perfect just the way you are. You are needed here on earth. And you can truly be anything you want to be in this life. Dream big. Be confident. And believe in yourself the same way God believes in you. Your spirit team is cheerleading you every step of the way. Talk to them and then listen. They'll whisper back only loving, positive guidance. Friends, your angels have 31 more recorded messages for you, just like this one. And I'm giving them to you for free when you sign up for my angel newsletter on the top of theangelmedium.com. If you love this podcast, support us with a purchase or donation on theangelmedium.com. Leave a five-star positive review and support us on the socials at Angel Podcast. Check the show notes for details and this month's drawing winner. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Intuitive Kids podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis, and today we're here with a special guest, Becky Vollmer. She is the author of You Are Not Stuck, and she's the expert at how you go about making decisions. There's another episode that you can listen to over on Angels and Awakening, my other podcast, that goes a little deeper into this. But what we started out by saying is we're not born knowing how to make decisions. We have to learn along the way how to make decisions in life. And those decisions are small, like you're at the grocery store, you don't know which item to pick, and they can be very, very big decisions in life. So I'm excited to have you on, Becky. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So for our younger listeners, how do you teach or how do you learn how to make decisions? Mm, that's a great question. And you know, it's just by practice, the same way we learn everything else. We get to we get to take a chance and, and do something and maybe we get it right the first time and maybe we don't, that's okay. But we learn by doing. And so when it comes to making decisions, there are, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of information that we have to weigh. And sometimes the best way to do it is to talk it over with somebody you trust, maybe get some advice about the best way to approach something. And I, I think, you know, our parents or our teachers or you know even a you know an older sibling can be great resources for us to learn how to do that when we're younger. Mhm. Mm so let's talk about the process of making a decision because when you tune into the energy of God universe source there for all of us is an infinite possibility of you don't have one set direction that you could go in life there's an infinite number of directions that you can go that resonate with your soul. And how do you go through that process of elimination 
to find what really resonates and aligns with your own energy and the decision that you want to make. I think the trick there is learning how to get quiet enough so that you can hear the voice that's inside of you. You know, there are an awful lot of voices outside of us who usually have opinions on what we should do. And a lot of times they're right, but not all the time. A lot of times the best answer about what is right for us comes from that voice that is deep within, but it's tricky to hear with all of that other noise going on, right? So for me, this is another one of the things that that I practice and I try to practice with my kids. And, you know, sometimes it can be really hard because not only is, you know, all that chatter outside of us really loud, but man, I don't know about you, Julie, but I know that I feel an awful lot of chatter inside my brain all the time, blah, 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 blah. And so the work, like the actual practice is just to get still enough and get quiet enough so that the voice that is within us can be heard. Mm. Yeah, a hundred percent. The kids that are listening might not be looking at this decision yet, but it'll be coming up in their future. When you have to pick a college to go to, and when you have to pick a major to major in in college. And I remember back in the day when I was making those decisions, it felt like so much pressure that I almost felt within myself, like if I make the wrong decision on where I go to college, that it's going to be like dominoes and mess up all these things coming up in my life. Or if I pick the wrong major in school, then I'm not going to get into the right career and that's going to mess everything up. But I've learned along the way that that's not true. How can you or how can kids relieve that pressure? And that way of thinking from themselves, is there a mindset shift there? You know, I have four kiddos. My oldest two are freshmen in high school. And then there's one in seventh grade and one in sixth grade. And the older ones, they are asked, you know, we just, we just had Thanksgiving celebration with the family. And the question that they were bombarded with is, so are are, you know, are you thinking about, are you thinking about college? Are you thinking about what you want to do? And they're freshmen in their first semester. They're still navigating. They're still trying to figure out how to get from uh, the physics lab over to their language (laughs) class. And they're still figuring out, you know, how do I fit in with my friends? And let's see, am I going to run cross country or am I going to play soccer? And what I tell them is, you don't have to have it all figured out. Not now, (laughs) not ever. The path is going to open up to you. And so if instead of making, you know, one big declaration of like, I want to be this, and like you choose now when you're 14 years old, what you think you want to do until you're 55. I would not recommend that. 
I would choose now to be to follow the things that you're curious about, to follow the things that light you up. You know, do you do you like do you like journalism class? Okay, great. Take another one. <laughs> do you do you find math class to be super super hard? Well, how about you get a tutor, see if you can get caught up, see if that's a little bit better, but don't rule out right now a, a career in a STEM career just because algebra is giving you a hard time. The point is every Gosh, every day, every week, every month, you're learning something new. You're getting exposed to something new that can open a new path or a new door that you might never have thought of. But the the most important thing I tell I tell my kiddos is that they can always change their mind. They can all it is never too late to change your mind. And you know, this is a this is something that's way off in the future for a kiddo, but I think back to when I was about 25. And you might think, "Oh god, that's so old. I'll never be 25." Yes, you will, and it'll be here before you know it. But I was 25 and I fell in love with the person that I thought I was going to be married to forever. And it was funny. Everybody around me could see this isn't the right choice, but I couldn't see that, right? So it was something that I had to do. I had to go ahead and and do it. And it was one of those learning experiences. I got about six months in and realized, yep, I probably shouldn't have made that choice. And so then I was faced with another decision. Well, do I stay in this place where I'm totally miserable every day, totally miserable? or can I be humble enough to admit, you know what? I made a mistake and I would like to, I'd like to move now in a different direction. And that's what I did. So I got divorced at age 26. <laughs> and I was so afraid that everybody was going to judge me and they were going to be mad at me. And they were going to think, my God, we, we, all, we all stood in this church with you and watched you say I do. And we, all, we spent money on wedding gifts for you. And you know what? Nobody was mad at me. They were all really happy that I listened to my deep soul, my voice within, and that I made a choice that was good for me in the long term. They all, nobody was mad at me. And that was one of the best choices I ever made was to undo a choice I had made. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. And I think that that's life. We're so scared maybe when we're younger to make mistakes. But what we don't realize is sometimes we have to make a choice, realize it was a mistake and make a new choice. And that's okay. That's more than okay. That's how we learn. Right. Yeah. And then eventually we get to, you know, when we've had practice making some choices, maybe we get to make Maybe we start to make better choices or fewer mistakes, but we're always going to make mistakes no matter how old we are. Yeah. And I think the important thing, too, for, for kids to really understand is that when we're making choices or trying something new, a lot of times it doesn't feel comfortable at first. Oh, yeah. We have to sit with it. We have to try it on. We have to learn and grow with the new thing that we might be learning, that, that choice that we're diving into. And 
um, as we learn and grow more, our brain becomes wired in a way where something becomes easier. Mm-hmm. You know, my my um, my oldest daughter went through something like this at the beginning of this school year. Um, she's not necessarily an athlete, but she really wanted to do, she wanted to run cross country. And so she signed up to run cross country and then she got into it and she was like, this stinks. This <laughs> is so hard. I hate running. It's like, it's sweaty and my lungs hurt and my legs burn and I just want to quit. And you know what she did? I was so proud of her. She was willing to do two things. She was willing to not be very good at it, right? In the beginning, she wasn't very good at it. And she was willing to sit through the discomfort of learning to see like what was going to be on the other side of that. And Julie, by the end of the season, she was awesome. She found her stride. She loved her team. And she's already planning to run cross country again next year. And it was because she was willing to like, sit through it through the hard time. And she was willing to be like a lousy beginner, right? She was okay. Like, I know I'm new at this and it it's okay to be new. Yeah. Yeah. So as the expert in decision-making, where is that fine line? Where is that fine line between, okay, I'm going to sit with this. I need to learn more about this. I need to be to just allow myself to grow in this? And when do you say, "Mm, nope, this isn't for me? It's an excellent question. And, you know, I think what you're getting at is when is it okay? When do we risk giving up too soon? Right. Right. That's really the question. When do we risk giving up too soon? And I, and I I remember when I was about uh, nine years old, I said I wanted to play softball. And so my dad signed me up and I did like my first softball game or practice or whatever. And I was like, nope, I hate it. And my dad kind of made me stick with it. He said, I need you to go five more times, go five more times. And if you hate it after five times, you can quit. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And you know what? I stuck with it. It wasn't awful. I learned. I loved it. I played softball for years. So I think the answer in there is we've got to get connected to that voice within and we've got to learn. Oh, so there's not just one voice within. This is going to be tricky. There are two voices within. Mm -hmm. There is one voice inside of us is the voice in our head. It's called uh, the inner critic. Yeah. I call it the egoic mind, but the inner critic, I've heard of that. That's good. Yeah. So, well, you know what I call mine? I gave mine a name. I call mine the pipsqueak twerp. So <laughs> the name of my inner voice, that's the negative one. It's just, it's a bully. And it says all kinds of really awful things to me. Like you stink. You're not good enough at that. You know, you, you've got no business even trying that. But you know what I've learned about that voice? That is the voice of my fear talking. And so when I can recognize that it's the voice of my fear trying to get me to quit, that's when I get a little, I sit up a little taller and I take a deep breath and I kind of dig deep and think, you know what? 
I'm not as scared as this voice might be trying to convince me that I am. But then there are other circumstances when the voice of my soul talks, and that one's different. That one sits down in the center of my chest. And when I get really quiet and listen, I can hear it there. And that one really can tell me whether something is dangerous or a really bad choice. Like that voice knows stuff that the voice in my head, my pipsqueak twerp doesn't know. So it's a, it's just a question of getting quiet enough to listen and being able to tell the difference between those two voices. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. And that's all what we do over here um, on Intuitive Kids. Becky, you have your new book that's out. You are not stuck. Where can people find your book? Where can people find you? Uh, You can find me online. It's youarenotstuck.com. And the book is sold any place where you buy books. Perfect. Becky, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a blast. Thank you. Want more episodes? Check out our parent podcast, Angels and Awakening. Beautiful souls, if you're super excited to develop your own intuition, go to theangelmedium.com and become an angel member. Angel membership is for the whole family. Parents get access to hundreds of hours of course content, intuitive development circles, small groups, and more. Each week, members get fun new family dinner conversation starters to boost family connection and help kids build confidence. And starting January 1st, 2023, kids get access to spiritual workshops, pre-recorded energy healings, and live events just for them. Start today with a five-day free trial at angelwellnesscenter.com backslash free trial. And if you're the family who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, kids age 14 and up can now enroll in my Angel Reiki school with a parent. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to start your own family business. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com. Details are in the show notes. Now, friends, do this meditation with me to connect with your angels. I want you to begin by imagining God is pouring unconditional love through the top the crown of your head. Feel it as this unconditional love fills your body with a yummy, delicious, tingly energy from head to toe. God's unconditional love fills you so much that it begins to radiate out from your heart like rays of energy radiating out from the sun. Imagine God's infinite, unconditional love flows from your heart to everyone you love. 
Imagine this love flowing to every person in your school. Imagine God's unconditional love going to every person in the entire world. And imagine the world sending love back to you. Your angels remind you, friends, that they're always looking out for you, guiding you, directing you, and protecting you. Friends, talk to God and your angels all day long, and then tune into your heart to hear the positive, loving messages they whisper back just for you.